This podcast is a body of work, a collection of words distilled from looking through my viewfinder. Each episode explores the meaning of different concepts, themes, ideas, and subjects floating around in the liminal space of my creative practice, a place to collectively explore the themes that enter the creative realm. If we haven't met yet, it's so good to join you. I'm Lauren Souter, a visual artist and creative mentor. It's so good to be back. It's actually really exciting to be back. I think that the start of a new year can often have me reflecting a lot and thinking and considering about what's ahead. And one thing I know for sure as I was pulling together all of the things I wanted to include in today's episode is that this project has so far brought me a lot of joy and looking ahead at what I want to continue sharing in this space, how I want to continue building out this body of work. I'm really excited to have this work ahead for me and I think that it is definitely, and not I think, it's definitely one thing that I know will will stick around. So. I'm really looking forward to the year ahead and how I can continue to spend time in this thought space, in this project, and in this body of work. Today's episode is on language, which is sort of ironic since this body of work is centered around language. The concepts, themes, subjects, and ideas distilling the words that float around in the liminal space of my creative practice. So it's clearly something I think about often and influences just about everything inside of my practice. Language defined is the principal method of human communication. It consists of words used in a structured and conventional way and conveyed by speech, writing, or gesture. It's a system of communication used by particular communities. Language is communicating with others, and also it's how I communicate with myself. The language I choose to use is a large part of my reality, how my reality is shaped, and it's within this reality that I find that I become aware of my source. I was listening to a recent episode of On Being with Krista Tippett, and the episode was with Clint Smith, who is an American writer, poet, and scholar. He is the author of the number one New York bestseller, How the Word is Passed. And in the episode, he read some of his work and inside of one of his poems called On Observing My Home After the Storm, He read a line, What then is anything beyond the language we give it? This made me think. What is anything beyond the language I give it? In this episode, Smith goes on to share what the line means to him. He quotes, I'm always interested in the extent to which our efforts to remember our past, our efforts to understand what we see in front of us, 
If those attempts at language or attempts at art can ever fully capture what these things are or what these things have been. I don't want to recite the entire conversation here or the back and forth that he and Krista Tippett had. I would really love for you to listen to the episode yourself. I think Clint Smith brings such curiosity to language itself. Instead, I want to I wanted to use this episode, his sentiments, as a jumping off point in the so many ways that I think about language and the way that I think this can ground the way that I think about language in my creative practice. Language can be so specific. It can capture a moment. It can capture what an observation is. It can bring source into the realm of understanding. Or can it? Do I name things that later give me a false narrative of that particular moment? I think words can be really fickle. Yet, this entire body of work is based on the premise of words. Every single episode is one singular word, one singular concept, theme, subject, or idea that I'm playing around with in the liminal space of my creative practice. I see words at the threshold of so many things, uh, so many areas for me to enter my curiosity. So here are some of my reflections on language. I use language as a tool in my creative practice. This I know. I know I use it to help me hone in on what my source is. I always picture this as creating strands from an idea, almost like a tether, like I'm connected to my source and then each direction my thoughts send me in is strands from that source. I think a lot about creative practice being so many different webs and how all of these webs are coming together to create a greater ecosystem. Naming can help me build a place to jump off from so that I can go deeper, so that I can dive further into research and conversations, and it ultimately leads me to other ideas. I can choose to get as granular as I want with language in defining things. I can use language to describe moments in time. I can use it to describe observations. I can also use it to expand upon ideas, to find co-current ideas, to explain, write about, create art about in a more elaborate, complete, or detailed way. I also use language as a way to later communicate what my work is about, whether this is writing artist statements, proposals, essays. It helps bring people into my artwork and ground them in what they might be seeing. So really, language is an incredible 
tool that I use within my creative practice. And it's something that really helps me ground my work in something that I can understand and process. With all that, my second reflection is that language can also hold me back. I might not always know how to call something. It could instead be a feeling, be an atmosphere, be a quality, be something completely ephemeral. It also just might not be complete. It could be like looking at the tip of that strand if we go back to that earlier metaphor I used about webs. It could be just seeing the tip of a strand and not knowing yet what the entirety of that strand is. I think about how my native tongue could limit my understanding of things, how my own vocabulary could narrow my understanding of things, how this is a continual learning, a practice of continual learning, how language is something I will continue to learn about and it will continue to define my practice in so many different ways. This brings me to my last reflection, which is that language challenges me to stay curious. This is, curiosity is, a value that is so deeply ingrained in my creative practice. And so I'm so grateful that language opens me keeps me to the value of staying curious. Because of language, because of the intent to use words to better identify and communicate things, I have to stay open to curiosity. There is so much thought that goes into the intent of using words, and it's within that intent that I have to continue to be curious about word selection and how I'm defining things. I have to be curious enough about something to name it as well. I have to hold my curiosity to use language to want to expand beyond the simple act of becoming aware, to use language as an invitation to offer attention. So to recap my reflections is number one i use language as a tool in my creative practice number two language can also hold me back inside my creative practice and three language challenges me to stay curious here's the thing though language is incredibly unique in a conversation I held recently, it brought me, it was, it was brought to my attention that a word I had used to describe a concept in a previous episode was not the same word that someone else would use. They resonated with the way I talked about the word and they were able to see similar processes mirrored in their own practice. That's intentional though, right? This body of work is words distilled from my own creative practice. I don't anticipate that you, listener, 
will use all of the exact same words. And in fact, I hope you don't. I hope you stay curious to what is present in your own practice to use this podcast as a tool, a place of research, a place to see your own practice and welcome in new words you might not have considered or saw immediately. Language is yours to play with, to construct the world around you. Use it with purpose. Use it with intent. In the notes, I will, of course, link to all of the items I mentioned today, including the On Being episode with Clint Smith, which, like I said, I I really recommend a listen. It's a really beautiful Krista Tippett always does a really incredible job with who and how she is interviewing folks. And I will link to any additional resources that I use as I think about language in my own creative practice. If you'd like to begin finding your own words, and I hope that you do, you can also find a viewfinder included in the notes as well. If you'd like to support this body of work, you can do so at laurensouter.substack.com. As always, it's always, (laughs) it's always so good to join you in this space, pass this episode along to a friend, be in conversation, find your language, join community, narrow your attention, find your shapes, and make compositions. And I will be back with you for another episode in two weeks.